Shut up and sit down. is up everybody what is up welcome to episode 45 of the sts guys i am jeremy hey hey it's larry hey guys it's nate and i'm scott and we are the sts guys a weekly podcast where we sit around shoot the shit and talk about anything geeky nerdy and cool so i'm not gonna even ask what happened this week guys because we already know what happened this week it was comic-con week if you've watched anything that we've put out media wise you know what happened this week yeah so I'm, I'm, san diego comic-con yo san diego so it was a ton of fun so, yeah oh. san diego comic-con um sorry you want me to lean into it jeremy i kind of no. just took off well there. i just want to say hi to the chat real quick so we have sure. matthew's nerdy nation and we have uh five nights at freddy's faction what's going on and then uh, a couple of lurkers as well. So what's going on, people lurking? Drop in, jump in the chat, say hi. Uh, so interact with us as we talk about Comic-Con. What is up, everybody? Thanks for joining. So in case this is your first episode, we also do our weekly recording live on YouTube, but we also have an audio version as well. So if you're listening on the audio version, uh, come jump on the stream uh, sometime on our YouTube. Like I said, we interact with the audience. Uh, and if you're part of our audio listeners, like I said, uh, definitely uh, leave us a review on iTunes or on SoundCloud or on Google Play. Let us know what you want to hear. And so we'll, we'll go ahead and cater to that. Or, or wherever you're listening, because I just found out, I think we added to another, uh, like, podcast place again we got an email recently or i got one saying like hey we're gonna get you on like this other random platform so we're we're starting to go everywhere awesome yeah i think we always kind of forget about the audio listeners since we record live on youtube um so yeah shout out to anyone listening on any of those audio formats we totally appreciate you too if you want to come hang out we usually record live saturday nights on youtube you can find those links on sts STS guys, I don't know what STS dies is. Sounds like a <laughs> that sounds like a bad website. Don't go there. STS no, guys. You may find to, something you don't want there. Yeah. No, I was just going the other way of dies. I was like, wait, is that our T-shirt company? What, oh, like, what okay. I was going like murder dies. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. All right. So, Comic Con. Comic which is part of the reason why we're doing this on Sunday rather than Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, I was we were all so, trying to get home yesterday. Yeah, I was so tired last night. No way we could have. I mean, we could have done this. It probably would have been good because I was practically delirious by the time I actually got home. No, I I was the same way, man. Um, like so I like so when you guys have texted me a couple of different times, like in the day today, I, said, I was napping, and and I uh-huh. never nap. I was just I was so freaking beat. Just yeah, I was gonna say that that's actually impressive that you took a nap. I have to say, yeah, I never I never take a nap, so like that 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 throws me for a loop. Yes, it was it was definitely weird. Yeah, well, I was pretty exhausted. You, you know, you come back from a vacation, and you're like, I need a vacation from the vacation because I was so busy. Yeah. So Nate went for a couple of days, but Jeremy and I went uh, super early Friday morning. Um, I woke up at two thirty a.m. and Friday night we didn't go to sleep till like one thirty. So we we knocked out a solid twenty three hour day, man. 
it was got, nuts. Like it catches up to you. It took it like I was doing good in San Diego, but once I got home, like last night and this morning, like it caught up to me. Yeah. If you if you want to see basically how beat we were, check out the the box of fun uh, unboxing video, live video that we put because I think Larry was a zombie in that video. <laughs> Pretty much. I think you say it what you got like five hours of sleep before you did that video. Yeah, yeah that too. We went to sleep at 1 30 and we woke up at seven. So Ooh. maybe five and a half hours sleep after getting like three hours of sleep. And the night before, I stayed up late. It was Wednesday night into Thursday. I stayed up late to buy uh, Funko shared exclusives off of Hot Topic and Target. So I was going on very little sleep for like three or four days. That's but it was all worth it because San Diego Comic-Con. That's right. So Nate, you got there first. Yeah. How'd that go? Um, so yeah, I went there a little bit early, uh, did some stuff, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday. But then the madness started on Thursday. Uh, I woke up super early to get to the con. I was trying to go after some stuff. If you caught my video yesterday, I did a, a haul video of kind of what I got. I'll go through it again on this podcast. But um, so I get to the con probably like, I don't know, six in the morning, pretty early. I try to get there as early as I could because I had tried to go the day before to get like my swag bag, but they weren't giving it to anybody. They didn't have passes for preview night, which is kind of a new thing because normally you can just walk them and do it. Uh, I know Larry in the past, he's yeah. gotten it day before, no problem. They yeah, wouldn't no, let me do it. No problem. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, so I kind of spent some time doing that on Wednesday, which was a waste. Anyways, I go inside. Uh, I got a pretty good spot in line. Um, and then I wait in the entry hall for about two and a half hours before they open the doors. Um, and then when the doors open, it's just madness. So we're all, you know, you kind of filed down to these escalators. It's all nice and orderly. But then when you get on the floor, everybody's just sprinting one way or another. You got people like, don't run, don't run. You know, the crowds are just going crazy. It's like a so, public pool. Yeah, seriously, man. It's Every, everybody's nuts. doing that. Everyone's doing that weird kind of power walk where you don't really want to run. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, fine. That, that, that run where you like, you try to keep your upper body as stiff as possible. Yeah. So, so you're like, your legs are moving like yeah. a flash. Yeah, yeah you're pretty like, much what everybody look like. I look like that too. Yeah, it's yeah. like if my upper body isn't moving, I ain't running. Yeah, so I, I, I'm running, I'm booking it to Mezco and I have an idea of where it is because they never really changed their spot. The last three years they've been in the same location. So I'm booking it over there. I get to the line and I'm like, oh, not that bad. There's a guy waiting at the end of the line. He's like, yeah, this is uh, the continuation. It's on the wall. So within the, what, 10 minutes of me walking inside the con, the, the line had already gone from Mezco's booth onto the wall and onto a separate line. So I jumped into that. And then shortly after me, probably like six or seven people, it gets capped. So that means they don't let anybody else in after that. They have to wait for the line to kind of dissipate. So I wait at Mezco for, I'm not joking, probably two hours, um, a really long time. Last year, it was like maybe 30 to 45 minutes and I was I got my stuff. Um, so I wait the two hours and then I find out that they're limiting sales to one of each per person. I was trying to get some for my friends. You know, Jeremy wanted one of them. Uh, unfortunately, that really threw a wrench into that plan. How many, how many was it last year? Uh, last year they didn't have a limit. I saw people buying like cases, Jesus. you know, of these things. So, so just to, so, okay. So you could buy only one of each item that you wanted, right? Yeah, at Comic Con. Yeah. But the funny thing is, when they did the online pre-orders, it was six per person. Yeah, um, that's weird. So they didn't really tell anybody they're doing the limits. All of a sudden, it was just um, yeah, they were you know, it was just like all of a sudden you get up there and it's like one per each per person. Um, so. Um, well, it, people, it was, it was, people complained during that pre-order 
um, right? The pun uh, the one that I tried to help you with was the the Punisher exclusive, and they had some some uh, issues with the website crashing and all that stuff. But uh, since I was invested in that one, I went through and read the comments on Twitter and all that. And there are so many people complaining about the about how the limit was six. So I, I'm, you know, I'm not big into the Mezgo community, but I'm guessing it sounds like they got their voice heard. And the first impact of it with no announcement was was actually on the show floor in San Diego. I, so I bet the next release, I bet it's limited. Maybe it's not one, but I, I bet they limit to like maybe two or three. Yeah, I think you you probably hit the nail on the head. There's a lot of people that are really pissed that uh, they were, had six available because the Punisher, like Larry and Jeremy know, uh, were, it was really, really hard to get. It had tons of problems with the website. It sold out within like an hour. Yeah, it was, that was I think, Yeah, it, it was crazy. So I think you're right. Um, I think they put this limit in place. And it was, even with the uh, limit, it sold out within like four hours of opening on Thursday. But the people were nuts. Like there's people trying to line jump. Even before that, when I had walked in, um, some guy, you know, got all pissed off at me because he thought I had line jumped before. I only, he almost got in a fight with me. He got super pissed <laughs> off. Um, it, it was crazy, man. Um, it was a lot of fun, though. I, I mean, I got Mezco. I went over to NECA. NECA was probably about a 45 to an hour wait. Not nearly as bad as Mezco, but still took a while. And then from there, I went to Tamashi Nations, which is another hour wait. After all that time, you know, I took a break. I, I was like, I didn't even see anything. I was like, I'm going back to the hotel. I'm dropping this stuff off. I'm getting some deat and then I'm going to come back. But Comic-Con was a crap ton of fun. Um, you know, I know I'm just talking about lines and what I bought, but overall I had a really amazing experience. I got to see some celebrities. Uh, I got to see all ah. the, uh, celebrities yeah celebrities i saw scott snyder just kind of running around the dc booth um, nice. somebody's like holy crap that's scott snyder and i looked and yeah sure it was he's just looking at the shazam suit i walked up to him i was like dude i'm a huge fan i tried to see it at phoenix i couldn't my friends helped me out and got your signature and he's like oh that's awesome hey i gotta go and so he just started walking away but he was he was still pretty nice that's cool um, it sounds like you had an okay conversation with him for a guy who's probably realizing that he can't hang around in the DC booth standing still for very long before yeah. he gets mobbed, right? Yeah. I think he's trying to be polite and like he wanted to talk to you, but it's like, I gotta go because like- If if, if he stops to talk to Nate, around. yeah. If he stops to talk to Nate, he's gonna have to talk to everybody who just crowds around him. Yeah, yeah like it, it's kind of sucks that you meet those people on the floor, but yeah, yeah, it's cool that you got that that brief interaction because that's honestly more than than a lot of people probably would have given you. Yeah, it was it was cool. Um, but yeah, you're probably right. He was like, "Man, I just wanted to enjoy this, and you just ruined it. Now I'm gonna walk away." <laughs> and he said my name so loud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's like, Stop. Stop. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I mean, is that the point where you know you've made it as like an artist when someone says your name and people come a running? Probably. Uh, I mean, um, I'm sure they get that a lot. You know, those guys from DC or even any artists in general, they, you know, it's almost like you dread being a celebrity at some points. Cause you're like, God, I can't even have a moment of silence without somebody yelling at me. Like, I want to take my picture. I don't think uh, Scott Snyder gets much like just going to the grocery store, but yeah, you're walking around com any Comic-Con, um, especially yeah. San Diego. Like, come on, you you know you're gonna get talked to, but that's part of it. Like, he's not a he's not an A-list celebrity. I'm yeah. sure he kind of appreciates getting recognized, but at the same time, he doesn't want 50 people crowding him because that's just gonna be trouble. There's a right. ton of people that are gonna appreciate getting recognized. Larry, you saw someone I knew appreciated getting recognized because I said you even know his name. Oh, uh, 
<laughs> he was like, uh, cute Larry. That was a. I was gonna say setup and, and fail. <laughs> yeah. So when, when Jeremy and I were walking around, um, uh, right, we, like we were on the floor for maybe ten minutes, and we walked by uh, Walter Jones, the the Black Ranger from the Power Rangers. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't know his no name. So when we walked by, and I'm like, "Hey, Walter," he's like, "Hey, man," he like patted me on the shoulder. I'm like, I know you from uh, Star of Making Fun. Yeah, moved on, <laughs> moved on with his day. But uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. So that yeah, I was gonna say like that's it's the Black Ranger. Everyone knows. But did you Walter. know his real name? I knew it was Walter. I didn't know Walter Jones, yeah. but I, I, I mean, admit. We, yeah, I, I just thought it was okay because the guy. I mean, you remember anybody who's roughly our age named Walter? Maybe like, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't name any of the other Power Rangers besides Jason David Frank. Like Austin I don't know who the Red John, Ranger is. Um, Speaking of Jason David Frank, he was at Comic Con. He was at uh, San Diego Comic Con. Um, he was talking about the Legacy Rangers, which is kind of like that short film he's working on, where he plays like Lord Dracon. Um, he was sort of talking about how they're expanding on that universe. And then the Red Ranger showed up too. Uh, he showed up with Jason awesome, really Saint quickly, John. and then they walked off to do signings. Uh, it was really awesome. Go ahead, Jeremy. I said his name's Austin Saint John. I know I'm a, oh, I'm a, yeah, I'm a huge guy. Power Rangers fan, so I, I I do know the names of the Power yeah. Rangers. I was gonna say if anybody knows it, Jeremy, you got you know the names of the Power Rangers. Um, Amy Joe Johnson. Yep. Yes. Nice. Nice. I, I I got a little bit of Power Ranger knowledge in my head, but if you saw Jason David Frank and <laughs> the Red Ranger, and I saw the Black Ranger. We saw like fifty percent of the original Power Rangers cast just walking around. It's kind of cool. It's pretty awesome. See anybody else? Uh, I saw Stephen Amell very quickly. What uh, Arrow? Arrow. Yeah, was, so CW had their own thing going on on Saturday, and I saw him on Friday. I yelled his name. He didn't turn around. <laughs> I was like, "That's Stephen Amell," and he just kept walking. Um, but that's how a lot of this stuff is sometimes. Like. Like you guys were talking about with Scott Snyder, you see him for a brief moment and then they walk away. Yeah. Well, and then you have those things where you may have actually seen somebody, but they have all those people uh, that do the incognito walk around too, where they they do a cosplay where they're you know cover their face and make it so that you don't know it's them behind the the mask or whatever. Yeah, it's, Wasn't it's, it's, it Daniel Daniel Radcliffe wore like a Spider Man mask a couple years ago? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or, well, uh, even uh, Adam Savage every year has a little contest to figure out who he is. This year, yeah. he was that big Totoro from the the My Neighbor Totoro. He was walking around Comic Con. Um, so they see that, or they have they're surrounded by handlers, like another person. Me and Larry saw. Uh, Scott, you're gonna get ready for this one. Uh, we saw Joss Whedon. Ooh, yeah. So Ooh. We're, 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 we're we're walking we're walking by some of the booths, and then all of a sudden, right, literally right in front of us. Uh, with his a couple handlers, like yeah, Joss Whedon just you know strolls on by. That's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Like there was some traffic congestion, so we slowed down, and then you know, like Jeremy said, like handlers kind of separated. They parted the sea, um, <laughs> and then the next thing we know, like Joss Whedon's right walking right in front of us. I'm like, whoa, that's kind of cool. Um, so yeah, you never know. Like you never know what's going to happen at Comic Con. I think my favorite all time one is actually uh. Uh, Nicola is in the chat talking about how she saw Jason Music Kevin Smith um, last year. Just walking around, um, all of a sudden, like a little girl runs out in front of me, and then her dad, Jason Muse, is chasing after her. 
Uh, it was pretty awesome. So like, a, I don't know, she's maybe three at the oldest, probably like two. So two-year-old runs with uh, dad Jason Muse chasing after like any other dad. I'm like, that's pretty cool. It's yeah. really cool. No, it's, it's, it's a, the, the whole experience is awesome. So, yeah. um, well, J- Jeremy, we had one more. Uh, the Bob's Burgers cast was doing a signing at oh, the yeah. Fox booth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we nice. So we saw, we saw the entire Bob's Burgers cast. So that was pretty awesome. Nice. With a, a, a disproportionate number of men playing women. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of dudes up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, I think it's what, uh, Linda and yeah. Tina are both. Uh, guys that actually yeah. voice them. Yeah. So that leaves one girl, I think. Yeah. It was total yep. sausage fest at Bob's Burgers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's quite a, I'll forgive it because the show's hilarious. Yes. Um, so, okay. So before, because I know you guys want to go into some other stuff, but let, I want to ask a question since yeah. I decided to go on a family vacation uh, instead of going to San Diego. Um, coming up here. Uh, I'll just go across Nate. I'll start with you, but I want to go through everywhere. What was the the thing that you were like most impressed with, or that you like like the most? Like when you're walking around on the floor, like what was the thing that caught your eye? And you're like, wow, that's like the showstopper. That's the thing I'm going to remember from this. Um, so uh, you know, I'm always into the toys. I love going to the different booths and checking out what they got. Uh, my biggest thing is going to Mezco's booth and seeing what new figures they have on display. Um, you know, they showed. Um, some stuff that's coming up, like the cable, the Cyclops looks amazing. Uh, it's just kind of like my first chance to see this stuff in person. Um, that was really awesome. Uh, going to Sideshow's booth. Sideshow is like, it's like an amusement park walking through there. It's uh, huge. Yeah, they yeah. got yeah, so much big. stuff. Well, in Sideshow, the, the, the statues that they have are just amazingly detailed. Yes. Yeah. Statues, figures. Uh, I mean, all kinds of stuff. And it's just like, like Larry said, it's a huge area and it's right in the middle of the floor. So they have like a central spot. Um, there was, you know, it's just all the little things that you find as you're walking through. There's this cool like Deadpool 2 display. And it was like super yeah. duper Deadpool party. That was awesome. Yeah. With the animatronic stuff like Chuck yes. E. Cheese or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So Nicole asked what our favorite uh, booth was. I'm going to go with that Deadpool one. That one is pretty awesome. We hung out, <laughs> Jeremy and I hung out there for a while. Hey, real, real quick. Tyler, the chat is basically put it. It's like, no, Nate, that is not your favorite part. Your favorite part was <laughs> the suicide oh, girls. Yeah. I was, I, was I was getting there. If you guys saw the post on Instagram, I have a huge smile. When I'm in front of the suicide girls, uh, what, you know, like 10 girls, there was like 10 girls in that yeah, booth. There's even more on the sides that didn't get into the photo. And they're kind of just teasing you the whole time. They're kind of just saying little things like, oh, you're so tall. And blah, blah, blah. you know, they're saying like other little things and it just puts this huge smile on your face. Yeah. You're surrounded by beautiful women. Just, just because I, uh, some people may not know who the suicide girls are. Like, so I, I know who they are, but do you want to explain the, what they do? Yeah, so the Suicide Girls, uh, you probably actually know, I haven't gone to any of their shows, uh, but they are like a group of a bunch of different ladies. Uh, they dress up. They're bur- uh, they burlesque do, dancers, like, basically. Like they're, do what? Like burlesque so, type dancers. They're burlesque. Yeah, they're burlesque. Like, they're, you know, they have a bunch of tattoos. They're pierced. Uh, they're, they really remember, like the way that they look, and they're always showing off like their piercings or their tattoos or kind of like that edgy side, you know, they always wear like sultry little things. Uh, they do burlesque shows all the time. 
Um, and it's, it's a bunch of different girls and they're, they're super fun to talk to. They're really welcoming. They're like, yeah, come on over, take a picture. Um, I didn't actually even expect to see them. It's just all of a sudden I ran into the booth. I was like, I gotta get a picture here. So I actually gave my phone to my girlfriend. I'm like, hey, take a picture of me with all these girls. And she's like, I don't think I've ever seen you with such a huge smile on your face before. I just find it funny Whoops. because multiple people on your Instagram called you out on that smile. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I posted it to the SDS guys Instagram and there's like four comments about that smile. <laughs> you can't help it. I'm yeah, you just can't. It was great. Um, did you guys see the Marvel suits? I did walk through, uh, oh, actually I saw the DC Shazam suit. I don't remember seeing like a bunch of Marvel suits, but they did have the Shazam suit and they had the Billy Baston, Bastion? I don't know if I'm saying that right. Billy Baston. Just Batson. Batson, okay. Yeah, they had the Billy Batson costume uh, for Shazam. Um, but there, there was a big Marvel booth as well. Marvel didn't have a huge presence like they normally do. There wasn't like a panel. Um, you know, they didn't have a lot of celebrities there this year. So it was more of a DC showing than it was Marvel. I've much. never, I've never understood the Marvel booth. Like, I guess that's my fault that I've never really yeah. tried to, to figure out cause they have exclusives, but I have no idea how to buy them. Um, there's always a line that kind of wraps around it. So if they did have suits on display, like, I think you have to like go through the line to get like, it's, it's just a mess. And then they have signings throughout the day too. Like one time I know. I forget what movie it was. I think it was Guardians 2, maybe last year. Uh, they're doing a Guardians 2 signing, like Chris Pratt and Dave Bautista and stuff were up there. Like, when that stuff's going on, you can't get anywhere close to it anyhow. So, yeah, like, I, admittedly, out of all the times I've been, I haven't spent much time in the Marvel booth either. Yeah, and that's kind of how DC goes. Like, uh, the year that Suicide Squad came, you couldn't yeah. get anywhere even close to DC. You weren't even, you know, unless you got there like an hour before they arrived, you didn't get to see them. I got to see them kind of walk out but I didn't get to see anything that they said or anything like that. Um, yeah, a lot of that stuff in the, you know, I can't say enough about the crowds. It is just floods and floods and floods of people. There's at points where you're just like shoulder to shoulder, just kind of slowly inching your way through the line because it just gets that packed, especially when something goes on. Like if there's a celebrity or if there's a show going on or somebody's talking, like when Jason David Frank showed up, it was just a flood of people in one area. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, there's there's a decent amount of space, but the amount of people that show up when you go to San Diego is just it's absolutely insane that they pack into that convention hall. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like you said, if there's anything that catches anyone's attention, it catches everyone's attention. Right. Yeah. And everybody's kind of there for different reasons. You know, uh, you start noticing that some people are there just to get exclusives. Like I was there for a lot of the toy stuff. Some people are there to see comic artists. Some people are there to just to go to Hall H panels. They'll camp out for days at a time. Um, you know, everybody's kind of got their own purpose. So everybody just sort of branches out in these different areas and everything just gets flooded. Yeah, it's awesome. Like there's what, over 100,000 people who, who go to San Diego Comic-Con and there's 100,000 different ways you can experience it. And everyone's having a good time and doing epic things that, you know, are, are going to be super memorable, like the best time of your year. It's just so cool to me that there's so many different ways you can have, uh, you know, experience Comic-Con. Like there's no bad way to do it. Um, it's pretty awesome. Totally. Well, like, totally. Even like, outside of the con. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, kind of to your point, like I said, you, you can experience so much different things outside the con where you don't even actually even need a badge. So like me and Larry didn't have tickets to the con. So we are the first part of our day was actually just going to all the different experiences. So we actually went and played to the Nintendo uh, experience and actually played some smash brothers. 
Uh, so before he anybody totally else in the world played play Super Smash Bros. So we played the new how, Smash how, how was it on the Switch? I have to ask. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Very similar to the Wii U or 3DS, but still awesome. Got um, it. got my ass only handed negative, to me. Uh, like, uh, it, we, it was four people at a time. Um, so it was me, Jeremy, and two random people. We, we played we played twice. Uh, both times, the other kids that were there who were much younger than us just demolished us because they were so good. Like, I, Jeremy hasn't played much, but I'm okay at Smash Bros. They just destroyed me. It wasn't even funny. So it would have been a little more fun if I actually, like, I don't know, won. But uh, it was pretty cool, and I'm totally looking forward to when that comes out. That'll. Yeah. That, I think that's something that all four of us, I think, have on pre-order. So that'll yes. be an yep. upcoming stream. Yep. Yep. The day it comes out, man. Uh, yes. I, Iron Archer said his favorite part was the Harley versus Jesus stream that we had. Oh, yeah. So after we went to the Nintendo Gaming Lounge, <laughs> Jeremy and I walked around a little bit, and I had the great idea of, hey, let's try to do a live stream. Uh, I've watched it since, right? The replay, which is available on our YouTube channel, which you can find at stsguys.online. That um, was quite fun stream. It was a pretty good stream, man, yeah. for just two dudes walking down the street. Uh, the audio came through really clear. The video is a little pixely in some points. So I hope you guys could get a good idea of what's going on. But yeah, we walked past some of the offsides, like the South Park one, Walking Dead, uh, Good Place. But the highlight was right under the main gas lamp sign there on whatever that main street is called. Uh, right across from the convention center. Uh, those guys who like to talk with the megaphones really loud about Jesus and share their, uh, like, uh, their, like, not-so-popular Christian views. Well, the, the, uh, you, you, can just say, you can just say they're the you're-going-to-hell guys. Yeah, pretty much, right? Just, I don't know who you are, but you're going to hell. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, those guys, like, screaming at people. And usually they're just sitting there, you know, talking to themselves. But this time we walked up on and some dude in a leather vest, like a kid, you know, maybe maybe 20, some kid in a leather vest was like uh, trying to a antagonize them and a cosplayer dressed as Harley Quinn. Uh, so, yeah, of course, we stood there and, and like live streamed that it for a couple minutes and it was entertaining. So we just kept doing it. <laughs> and, and goat then, versus fish guy. Oh, yeah, guy then this goat versus fish guy walks up. Looks like Emily, only Emily, a friend of the channel, was like, is that the Burger King guy? Because he's wearing some weird crown. <laughs> it was completely unexpected and random, uh, but it was awesome. I think that video gives you a decent idea of what outside Comic-Con looks like. Again, we are right across the street. There's, you know, while we're kind of focused on, uh, like, maybe an offsite or those crazy people talking, like, you can just see the sea of people walking back and forth, like that constant, constant stream of people. Uh, it was pretty good. If you haven't watched that video, it's maybe like 20 minutes. Uh, definitely worth going to check out. Nicola said, did anyone see the hands made tales fighting the Bible guys? I would have no. paid to see that. I would have loved that. That would have been awesome. That's, yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, I actually saw a couple of Handmaid's tales, uh, girls, and I made sure to say blessed be the fruit when I walked by them. And they told me it made the Lord open, but I did not see them uh, fighting with any Bible guys. That I, that that would have just made my day. That would have been amazing. Yeah, that, that the only other thing I think that would have been better is if, because uh, I know the guy that did uh, like the the voice work and like the motion cap for uh, uh, Joseph Seed was at San San Diego. If he went out there and started like preaching back to him, I would have loved that. Yeah, <laughs> we're uh, so I know those guys have been around ever since Nate and I were going. Uh, like they used to be a little closer to the convention center, but they they kicked them back where you have to be across the street now, just because Black. it gets so constructed. Scott, like you went a few years before it, I did. Dude, it was the it first there? when I went there was 2010 
yeah. was the last, was one of the last times I went, and they were there then. Yeah, see, like, it's 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 a Comic Con tradition. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I have there. to say, is I, I it looks like there's more of them now because it usually was like one dude or one or two guys back then, but like they they've been there forever. I don't yeah. think you can have a public assembly that big without a Jesus person showing up. Yeah, I think like you said last year they were a little bit closer there on Harbor Drive, right at the end of the con, right before you start walking over the bridge. Uh, but yeah, like like you said, I think they keep getting pushed back because they've start. I've seen at least two or three people like yelling at them. They get in fights with people all the time. Comic Con wouldn't be complete without these Jesus dudes hanging around. Yeah, for sure. It's a silly. It's a silly like staple. I wouldn't notice if they weren't there. But as soon as you see them, like. When during the live stream, when we walked up, this is the first time I realized they were there. It made me smile. I was like, oh, like, yeah, those oh, guys. That's when you go like, oh, there they are. Yeah, right. Like, I, you know, I, I feel like going to like a place like that, you cannot leave without being told you're going to hell or that you're a sinner or something like you just have to get that one little insult out from them just to be like, all right, I feel good about myself. They yelled at me. I just so like. The- <laughs> no, go, Jeremy. I was gonna say, I, I just like when they tried to give us their pamphlets. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, you're gonna take one of our cards. <laughs> if I'm that taking my pamphlet, too. if I'm taking, oh like, no, you do not give me your crab without taking my crab too, lady. <laughs> Maybe they're in the, those lurkers that we found in the chat. Yeah, they're just waiting for their time to start preaching. Shout What's out, up, Jesus girl? Shout out to Jesus. <laughs> hey. It's funny that you say that you're giving stuff back. So uh, there's people that were handing out the Entertainment Weekly magazines. I was like, oh, yeah, take this. And they were giving me one of those. And I was giving one of our cards. Or there's a guy handing out like dispensary flyers. I'm like, oh, yeah, take my card, too. Oh, hey, we see that guy. (laughs) The best bud under the sun. Yeah, best bud underneath the sun. The best one was Jeremy and I tried to hand out cards to the people in Vegas that hand out the nudie cards. They didn't take them. They're not. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have internet access. Um, yeah, those but, things are like no but i don't scott, want you know that how they do, scott you know how they do the thumb thing and they flip yeah. the cards and walking down the street so tell me t- jeremy was doing that nope larry was yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it totally works it totally worked too yeah i taught larry how to do it he did it yeah and, and i'm like all right and as soon as i started pick, pick, doing pick. it again, roll some dudes like well, i'll take that I'm like all right <laughs> all right can i can i say my favorite part so so, so if we're talking about comic-con we're talking about my favorite part of comic-con yes. I want to talk about shout out to Nate and Tiana for giving us a hookup on the badges. It was amazing. Um, so me, and Larry. So before, so before we met up with Nate, I said we we tested our luck to see how far we could get without badges. <laughs> yeah. And how, how far did you go? Yeah. How, how did this end up? We got pretty damn far. Yeah. Well, th- there's a new rule in place this year that you weren't supposed to be able to walk on the sidewalk right in front of the convention center um we read about that online before but i'm like uh eh, like whatever i like i don't see how they're gonna enforce that um so we we gave it a try right we were coming up next to uh, we were leaving the nintendo lounge at the marriott which is right next door kind of on the north side and we're like dude let's just do it like we could either go back across the street or we can see something new and go right in front of the convention center plus i want to get some pics and some video so i'm like i want some pictures let's do it um so we just Put, you know, put your head down or walk right past the security guys who are saying, everybody have your badge out. They're not going to let you in without a badge. Like, whatever, so, man. Whatever. Like, so we made it. We made it all the way as far as you could possibly go. We didn't, like, I don't think. At one point in time, we were to... actually walking with a security guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you're not going to be able to make it a beeline through the doors without somebody probably tackling you. Um, 
without being able to scan your badge. So we didn't, we didn't push our luck there. I don't want to get arrested. Um, at least you got to the door. We got up to the doors. No problem. Uh, I got a really cool, I stood in one space for as long as I could. Uh, I ended up with like a, an okay time-lapse video of just the crowds walking by in front of the convention center. Uh, it's very same spot that I used for the thumbnail for this, uh, for this live stream. So it was a good spot right outside hall D. Uh, but it was fun. We got some cosplay pictures out there too. Um, it was really cool. I saw a really awesome She-Ra. Um, saw a pretty good Red Skull. Um, yeah, it was it was a good time. Yeah, tons of great cosplay, and I, I agree with you. Uh, I think they definitely upped the security a little bit more this year because at every single door inside the exhibit hall, there was guys checking to make sure your bag was your sh uh, badge was showing and it was the right color. So I had not switched yeah. my badge from Thursday to Friday. And because it's like from orange to blue and some guys like, no, you can't come in with that. That's orange. So I had to switch it in front of them. I don't think they did that the year prior because I remember last year I tried to uh, sneak in. I actually got through and inside, but I wouldn't have been able to get past those guys if they were out front of the door. Yeah. When we walked in, uh, right, you you badge in and then that second set of doors to actually get to the show floor. Um not us, but the guy right in front of us, security stopped him. Yeah. Now, as security was stopping that guy and questioning him, he didn't pay any attention to me and Jeremy walking in. So there's always, you know, yeah. you just time it right. But yeah, uh, you, you got to look for those opportune moments. Like, okay, he's distracted. Go. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And we went in. So <laughs> yeah, it still would have been possible, but uh, yeah. Convince some kid to try to run in there and then, then use that chaos yeah. to walk through. Yeah. It's definitely different than it was a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah, which is um, good, but it's it's definitely different. Then I think Larry and I did probably the biggest speed walk of the entire exhibit hall. <laughs> yeah, we killed it, man. Yeah, it was at what maybe ninety minutes in there, but we hit yeah. everything we wanted to hit, and no plan. Like I'll, I'll say this too, we had zero plan. Um, Nate mentioned this before. One of the awesome things about San Diego Comic Con is almost always the booth that you want to go to is in the same place that it was last year um so as long as you've been before like it's pretty easy to get a plan and navigate like i knew like just talking to jeremy like i'm like okay we want to go over here over here over here i'm like all right man i got you like i know exactly where we need to go we hit it in a nice precise order we went from one end right by funko and artist alley all the way to the other end by the second fugitive toys booth and like the nintendo stuff and blizzard um and yeah totally efficient bought a couple exclusives uh, got turned down on a couple exclusives saw all the like right we saw the same suits nate saw like the Shazam suit mm -hmm. uh they had some aquaman stuff there too i saw yeah uh, but it was it was pretty awesome i'm impressed because you guys only been in there that long to be able to beeline it through there yeah. that's a feat like uh we could yeah. even went longer but i think jeremy and i were just like burnt out at that point and we needed to sit down <laughs> yeah it's funny i had texted them um and i was like hey guys take your time it's, it's gonna be a while before i come back They're like yeah i think we've already seen everything we want i'm like really it's been an hour and a half but i mean if you're determined enough you can get through it but walking from one end to the other i mean it is a extremely long walk um and you got two rows of it too yeah. so i'm glad you guys were able to get I'm, I'm glad it worked out that we had that extra time so you guys could check it out i really wanted that to happen and i'm glad that it did no, I totally appreciate it, dude. It kept my streak of, this is what, my fourth year? 15, 16, 17, 18. So my fourth year in a row, fifth <laughs> Comic-Con ever. Um, so you kept my streak alive. We'll see if we can keep it uh, See if we can keep going in 2019. I think, well, if you go ahead, Scott. I was going to say, I think 2019, I think we're all going to try to get in on that one. So Fingers crossed. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, and you know, uh, Larry's one of the reasons why I think I go all the time because I had tried to get tickets before by myself. He's like, hey, man, 
you're working too hard. Join this buying group, get in literally that year. And from then on, I've got in every single year. So if I can let Larry in for a couple hours, I'm more than willing to do that. Especially with Jeremy there. I know Jeremy wanted to see it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm really glad that worked out. Yeah, that's, the so, first, that's the first time I've been in there since 2006. That's so cool. So, it's forever, man. Yeah. In Comic-Con terms, like it's yeah. forever. That, that, I can't. That's a long time. Like It's been forever since me, and I know Jeremy's been before I was. So. Yeah, you were at least so. after Twilight. Yeah. yeah so, Jeremy, that's an interesting perspective. Since you haven't been in there for so long, like, would you say it's drastically different, or does it kind of feel the same? Well, it's not. It's way more busy. It's way more busy. And I think what relieves some of the busyness too, though, is some of the offsites. There wasn't nearly as many offsites. There was like one one offsite maybe um, uh, during that year, but like the majority of it was actually contained within the actual convention hall. Um, yeah, and that that was the tradition for a while. Well, and that's also before like I said that's before because you know. Think of Marvel movies. Like I said, that's before you really had to camp out for a like Hall H. Like I said, if you wanted Hall H, you didn't have to camp out. Like I said, you'd wait a couple hours, but like I said, you'd still get into Hall H. Yeah. You talked about busy. Um, this is probably one of the busiest cons I've ever seen. Uh, it just seemed that way to me. Um, just from the amount of time that I had to wait in line, the fact that almost every single time I walked on the floor, there's always at least one area where I was just shoulder to shoulder barely able to get through. Um, it was a really busy con. I don't know if they sold more tickets or what, but it was crazy this year. Oh, it was, it was nuts. It was, it was busy, but actually it was, a, it was a good experience. It was, man. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Uh, you know, you, you hear people complain, um, you know, oh, it's, there's so many people, you have really long days. Like, like the guys were talking about earlier, they're exhausted. I was exhausted. Um, you are up a long time and you're walking miles and miles and miles and miles, but I would not trade it for anything because it's a one of a kind experience. It really is. Yeah. So my, my favorite thing to say is just right. We were there for 36 hours, right? Day and a half it was the amount of time that Jeremy and I spent in San Diego. We did like five or six things that would just be, would be like an epic weekend if i just did one of them right <laughs> we played smash bros before anybody else we got to walk around buy some cool exclusives went to some off sites like we did some really cool stuff um that i you know would make make my saturday awesome but i did like five or six of those things all in one day oh yeah and i went to funko fun days friday night the reason why we i was just trying to say like we've talked enough about yeah, Comic Con. Let's move on to the evening's activities. I was working towards my segue. Yeah. Great segue. Yeah, great segue. Right. I want to hear all then, about it. Yeah, and then to highlight the reason Jeremy I went to town uh, Friday night was for uh, for a little little party thrown by uh, the greatest company in the world, Funko. Um, Jeremy went to his first ever fun days. Uh, we met up with uh, Mike and Josh from Talking Pops. Uh, we saw our friend Nicola. Uh, that was pretty cool. So I had met her before, but Jeremy hadn't. Um, so yeah, that was awesome. We met up with a bunch of other people I know from the Funko board or from Instagram and stuff that I had never seen before, um, as well as a lot of people I'd met at other Funko events. So that was the highlight for for me, man. Uh, I was just hanging out with people. And then, yeah, we went home with some cool stuff too. That was just the bonus. So uh, what, what did you think of your first fun days, Jeremy? Well, we're going to actually talk about fun days. We can't just, we can't, you can't just say, oh yeah, I had fun and, and move on. I was letting you do it. You're what, letting me do it. What did you think about your first fun days? Um, well, I had no voice at the end. So. I had no voice at the end either. And then I think I think you you I said I think you pointed it out. Um, we I think I think our table, three people specifically at our table had probably the most energy probably 
uh, of our probably entire section. I said we say we said we we were so on fire with uh with cheering and having fun and and just and going crazy. That that really adds the experience though. When you get a bunch of people that are all about the same thing and you guys are having a good time. I mean that is what you go for. Like you don't want somebody weighing you down. You don't want somebody like oh this is lame. You want somebody that's like fully into it. So uh, that's cool that you guys yeah. got paired it, with such an active group. If you just get some people that have like high energy, it just makes any event way better. It makes the whole experience better. Yeah, yeah and, for sure. Wait, no, so I'm I'm just gonna ask you, did you guys win something because you had such a like a great section? Yeah, or uh maybe it was from your awesome costumes. What what happened while you guys were there? Yeah. I know you guys won something, right? So Nicola says that her favorite part of Fun Days, because she was there too, the highlight her highlight was the sexy beast with the shades and headbanging. Ooh, I wonder Ooh. who that was. Which that sounds was like that? my friend Jeremy. That was me. <laughs> if you guys saw Jeremy's neon glasses, you know it's him. Yeah. So uh, so this so Larry wasn't even at the table, like I said, when 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 this piece of the night kicked off. He had got up because I think he went to go like grab a like grab a drink or something or you know or or go talk to someone. So uh Mike Becker comes up walking up dressed up like uh the principal. So for those of you who don't know who Mike Becker is, like I said, he is the original founder of Funko. Super awesome guy. He was basically in this vice principal character the entire night. He didn't break character once. So he came up to me and I said during the night I actually had like this Rick James, David Bowie looking wig on. I had this like bright blue glass, I had this bright blue uh, vest on, an Iron Man shirt, and then probably the most epic Amazon purchase I've ever made in my entire life. These eleven dollar neon light up glasses. I got so many compliments on those stupid glasses. I'm like, <laughs> these are now my, forever my thing for fun days. Um, yeah. I don't care if it's even not, even when it's not eighties, even when it's matter. not eighties, awesome. I, I, I'm, I'm wearing glasses. Yeah, as I, soon as I gotta, we walked in. As soon as we walked in, the lights went down, um, and so those glasses glowed the whole time. They were perfect. I was just yeah, like, I there, there is no generation that neon glasses aren't cool. Yeah, I got a sneak preview of those when we did our podcast last week. Those yeah. things are epic, man. So, so Mike Becker comes up walking up to me. He's like, he's like, hey, can you rock out? I'm like, yeah, I can rock out. She's like, okay, oh no, yeah, I can rock I'm, out, I'm Mike. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I can rock out like the best of them. He's like, okay. He's like, here, I'm like, here. He's like, here, take this. And he hands me this ticket, and this ticket was basically like, hey, we want to invite you up on stage for the Headbangers Ball. So my first fun days, I get to go up on stage. I'm like, it blew my mind. It made me so happy. Like, I I tried to rock out with the best of them during that point in time. I placed second. Uh, I think we would have placed first if the Team Gremlins uh, had already won a prize for the night. But they they hadn't won yet, so it was, they, it was totally fair that they won. Uh, I'm happy with my second place. Uh, headbanging, it was awesome. Yeah. So as soon as Funko releases like uh, the replay of their live stream, because um, I don't know if you guys know or not, but for the first time ever, uh, they did a live stream for the entire event, um, starting a little bit early, hosted by Yoko, Cameron, Hillary, and Sully, uh, which I totally missed because it was at the event and the Wi-Fi and internet just like oh, sucked. It it's a black hole yeah. of uh, yeah. phone service. Uh, but as soon as that goes up, uh, we're going to try to borrow... Uh, that clip of Jeremy headbanging and throw it up on our channel. I have been looking for it ever since you guys had said that you got to go up there. So, um, yeah. not of it. No one has any copy of it yet, at least yeah. on YouTube well, that I've been able to find. Like Larry was talking about the connection service. The whole time I was down there was horrible for me. 
um, I wasn't getting a good connection. Uh, so I was scared to do some live streams. So I can imagine that probably nobody really got a good video of that other than maybe Funko if they had actual recording equipment. Yeah. So I hope we see that because I would love to see so Jeremy doing some massive headbanging. I, I got into character big time. So shout out to my entire team, the Goonies. Shout out to Table 23, Table 4, and everybody else out there. That was awesome. Uh, it, it was great. Um, but listen, cool. part of the part of the awesome night too is so they so besides getting like stuff, they bring out like celebrities and different things like that. So um, one of the so probably one of the coolest celebrities that, that they brought up there. Like I said, I'm gonna let Larry talk about uh, a certain Stranger Things celebrity that they brought in. Um, but uh, rock legend Kirk Hammett from Metallica. Uh, I said so. Yeah, so he so he got brought up on stage talking about some stuff, different stuff that he's doing. Uh, with uh, Funko up in his uh, museum. Yeah, they're going to have two exclusives, oh. right? It's like a monster version, two monster versions of Kirk. Like, yeah. Kind of strange, but uh, I guess he's got like a monster museum uh, or something. Funko up in his uh, museum. Hey. Yeah, they're going to have Scott, two we're hearing some feedback from yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, that's from me. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> like, I hear myself talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. That's so, okay. Episode 45, kids. Yep. My my phone decided it's now time to autoplay, you know, something that was forty five <laughs> minutes. I had to reach down to get it. I was like, uh, "Is okay. that?" Whoops! All right, Larry. So yeah, Kirk Hammett's gonna have some awesome exclusives yeah. only for his museum. So if you're a big Metallica fan, be on the lookout for that. I'm pretty sure there's some pictures out there for them. So if you haven't seen it, go search that up. Um, but yeah, so Jeremy mentioned him. He was the first one out. That was pretty cool. Uh, but then there was a cameo style. Um, <laughs> Hi, sorry I can't be there from uh, the guy who plays Steve on Stranger Things, uh, everybody's favorite big brother um, or babysitter, right? Uh, that dude was like, hey, guys, sorry I can't be there. Busy filming season three and stuff. Like, hey, that's pretty cool. Um, hope you're having a good time. Um, then, bam, David Harbour, Hopper himself, walks out. Uh, announces that uh, every table 20, right, there's four of them, <laughs> is going to get a gold uh hopper pop limited edition to 40 um so that was pretty cool if you're at table 20 um we it was really not, cool for him yeah. to walk out right he was in town because uh there's a big hellboy panel happening that was, weekend too. Was, say, was he all was he dressed as hopper no he just as himself yeah okay was, was he i was gonna say because if he's hopper he's he's like swole as as fuck hopper at this yeah. point right yeah did he talk did but they're he... recording season three, so like, yeah. Uh, that, that's my question: is is he just going to show up in season three as just this like ripped version of himself? He was, like, it, in the he, off season, he, he I decided to lose some weight. He wasn't super. He wasn't like super like that you could notice. Like he looked, looked yeah. like normal Hopper. Like, yeah, I didn't notice. Yeah, yeah. Did you um, talk so, about any Hellboy at all? No, no. Nah. It was just a quick. Hey, I really, you know, I really like these pops. They're cool. Guess what? I got something super, super special for you guys that you can only get at Fun Days. Bam. Table 20, you eat all this cool stuff. And then everyone um, felt sad. Um, but then <laughs> that made up bit. for it. Uh, because then uh, Robin, uh, I forget, what, what's her? I oh, uh, Maya Hawk. Maya Hawk, yes. Uh, Ethan Hawk's daughter. Yeah, oh, interesting. I, I actually did not know that. Yeah, she plays Robin in Stranger Things. Like, I don't know if you guys saw that teaser trailer, uh, but like, they're at Scoops Ahoy. So she's the girl who's working with Steve at the ice cream shop. Uh, so she walks out. And they're like, hey, guess what? Like, how about we give you some cool preview season three pops, right? Like, let's let's give out uh, a Robin and a Steve. And then Brian's like, okay, guys, so we just gave away only, you know, 40 pops for one section. 
how about we give these out to, to one section? Everybody's like, no, no. And they're like, okay, how about we give out two sections? No, no. How about we give out three sections? No, no. Yeah, I'm going to keep doing this. How about four sections? Yay. So they gave out the Scoops Ahoy Maya and Steve Pops to everybody in attendance. Robin and Steve. Uh, at Funko Fun Day. So new, uh, like, I don't know who Maya is. I would say new power couple, but whatever. New uh, friend of Steve, uh, Robin, as well as a new pop of, uh, of Steve in his awesome Scoops Ahoy attire. Uh, limited edition, 1800. So yeah, everybody at Fun Day's got one. Uh, super awesome, super cool. I know me and Jeremy are big Stranger Things fans. So uh, these, I've uh, found it forever home in my house um and they're super cool i'm super stoked to have them awesome really cool event uh i love what funko does for their fans um you know i'm not a funko collector myself but seeing what they do for their fans i wish every company was like that you know i wish mezco did parties like that um they don't but i mean that that's the kind of stuff that keeps you coming back and uh, you guys got some really awesome stuff sounds like an amazing time well, not only just the stuff that you won, but all the stuff you got just for showing up. Like right. I, Jeremy can kind of point out that he has the boom box uh, in the background. Speak, Jeremy. Did you say boom box? There, there you go. go. There it is. There's one. So you got the, the like the boom box and stuff that not only did get, they give away a couple of pops, like they gave you some cool stuff that was in there. Yeah. yeah what, what was the got? what was the best thing in your boom box uh, there, Jeremy? Uh, in my boom box, uh, well, it's the boom box. It was, uh, that was, uh, uh, it's, it's white and black. What was oh, the coolest thing in your boom box? Yeah. It's my proto of El Cabong. So that's the proto that I got. El Cabong. Uh, cool. The prototype. Pretty cool. Hanna-Barbera cool. uh, character. If you guys aren't familiar yeah. with who that is. It's awesome. Nice. Um, so real quick. So I know you have, you have access to it. Cause I saw your bag right there. Um, each section basically won an exclusive pop. Uh, like I said, there was like I said, the first section one. I said a David Hasselhoff. One section one a, a pop from uh, basically a Freddy as Riverdale. One of them won a pop uh, this this Alien Martian, which was really cool. But Team Goonies won the best pop of all. That is that right. That right there is <laughs> Freddy Funko as Yoda. Oh man, and what's that limited to? Do? What four hundred and fifty pieces? Yeah, four hundred and fifty, man. Woo! pretty it's pretty rad everybody uh, as soon as they got passed out like people from the the section that won uh the david hasselhoff one were coming by being like hey anybody want a david hasselhoff for that yoda like i just like no, no man keep moving <laughs> um <laughs> same thing no, no one other than david hasselhoff is going to take you up on that offer i don't think david cool. hasselhoff you... will take us up on that offer <laughs> <laughs> it's true they, they give you so much stuff during this show but getting stuff like that super rare freddy funko pops uh that's really what makes it all worth it like wow not only do you get all these cool pops but you got something that's incredibly rare and it's exclusive to that show uh that's cool i know a lot of people are, are really excited about that yoda freddy funko I've, I've heard from a couple of different people that that's kind of like the big thing that came out of funko fun days so or at least mean, one of them you you mean you've been reading the direct messages that we've been getting on the sts guys instagram <laughs> where people are like hey uh you want to trade that people i've never yeah. heard of before yeah absolutely not yeah before the before the stream because I, I i have a picture because i posted some of the pictures on my personal instagram i had yeah. five messages uh from from different people <laughs> 
I'm like, like gonna randos. Just, just randos like, hey, you know, you know, you know, I'll what do you want to trade for it or how much do you want for it or this other. I'm like, no, nah, it's not for sale, dude. So it's Nicola, funny. so Nicola asked, did you guys get great protos? Uh, Jeremy just showed his right, like he like his family collects animals. Yep. Um, so. so so that one's perfect. Talk, Jeremy. Stop here. Yeah, here's the Elkabong with the guitar. So it's pretty cool. Really cool. I like the nice black and white scheme that it has with it too. It's not just like the the single all white color. Yeah, so it's it's pretty cool. I like it. I was happy with it. Um, and I got Alex from Minecraft. Um, Mine, Minecraft pops aren't the most popular. Um, but you know what? There's a kid in my house who plays Minecraft. So uh, this one's already spoken for. Um, I actually think just, again, like Jeremy said, the color scheme on his, the color scheme on this with the orange and green, like it's super cool. It totally stands out. So uh, I don't own any minecraft pops but i'm i'm actually super stoked to have this in our collection uh so this will go to ian's ever-growing proto collection uh my 10 year old has more protos than most adults so uh he will he will glad he's super happy when i showed it to him Ah, live on the live stream that we filmed friday morning uh or no saturday morning at our hotel if you guys haven't watched that uh check that out for a closer look at all the freddies we got yeah that that goes over the complete list of everything we got Oh, okay. yeah. you, you got to show one. Show one more, Larry, uh, because uh, Brian Mariotti he pulled uh, an epic Steve Jobs esque moment and had the one more thing. Um, so the one more thing of the night was basically a mystery box in which it was one of four different Stranger Things, uh, one of four different Stranger Things pops, and this is what was in it. So yeah, there were four, right? But I got. Uh, the bloody Steve with the bat, uh, the ever so popular, you know, the Freddy version of the ever so popular Steve pop from uh, last year's San Diego Comic-Con. Um, so now I have the Freddy Funko version. Uh, Jeremy, you got the right the, the regular Steve. Um, so that was pretty cool, too. But I think there was a will, like an upside down will. Freddy, like pale face. That was pretty cool, too. Um, and a Dustin one. So therefore, like you couldn't go wrong. There was no bad Stranger Things Freddy. Um I got the one that I wanted the most, though. So, again, super stoked, super awesome. Yeah, and those are all uh, limited to, to 450, too. Uh, yep, 450. So, pretty cool, man. So, now, I here's the, the question I have, and, and Nicola can kind of probably bring this in if she was there. Everyone got a proto, right? Everyone got a proto in their box of fun, correct. I, I'm actually very impressed with the fact that they had that many protos to be able to give away, because that is, what, eight, 1,800 people-ish? Yeah right that they gave so that's impressive like did they actually make that many dude funko makes so many oh, oh, so, so, so much just, stuff just think how much like new funkos come out every week uh announcements every day a couple announcements every day but that's eight is that eighteen hundred dollars or eighteen hundred dollars but eighteen hundred uh uh worth but i mean is it that they make multiples of each type or something like that because it just seems like mathematically that's a shit ton of people that they have to give a proto to. So uh, the way I understand it is usually there's like one or two white protos um, and then like between like four and six color. So there's probably, you know, upwards of eight, like somewhere in the six to eight range, like the one Jeremy has, even though uh, it's mostly white, that's a color proto because the tail's black. Nicola um, says every one. proto run is 25 per run. So there you go. All right. Where okay. did it? Cool. Yeah. I don't, know where you, I don't know where you saw that, but I'm gonna stick with my I'm gonna stick with my uh, eight. So, oh, Nicola said it. Okay, all right, I trust Nicola. So come on. So that okay. So that answered my question. So I'm like, 
you, you think like the proto they have like one or two maybe i was like that is funko makes a ton of stuff but they don't make you know like as far as i say 1800 new items a, a year well, so this okay. isn't the only place you can get protos too, yeah right, right. so they give away yeah. other things like you got one uh for when you won the cuphead, cuphead uh, twitch live stream yeah. yeah so yep so yeah so i mean there's a decent amount of them out there but uh still pretty cool still something you don't get every day oh, right um, so it's, As if it's, you guys already didn't have epic collections now they're even much more epic from your fun days run so it looks like uh nicola said she got the it pennywise uh the one with spider legs nice awesome. that's awesome that's awesome very cool which is pretty cool that is pretty cool um, so yeah, like it all just depends, right? You can get anything. So <laughs> you kind of got to hope that you get something cool or you hang out afterwards and then you can trade with all the other awesome people that are there. Yeah. And like um, we talked about earlier, guys, if you want to see every single thing they got and kind of like their thoughts about it, check out the, uh, the live stream they did from Saturday morning. Uh, it goes in detail of every single thing they got from fun days. They got some really great stuff. Yeah. There's a ton of stuff on there. Yeah. That's, that's gonna be the best <laughs> spot for that. Yeah. Go, so, go watch. Larry, who's super tired but seems oddly hungover, which is out of character for Larry. <laughs> Seriously, uh, in yeah. That video. I'm like, I was actually going to ask like, Larry, like, did you drink the night before? Because you like, looked a little hungover. It's like, did you? I was like, did you get drunk at fun days? Like, that doesn't seem like Larry at all. Hey guys, no uh, comment. Uh, yeah, I had five yeah. hours of sleep. Well, I just watch it. I just see him. I was like, I, I, hey, I, 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 I just want to say something. I just want to say something because I even made a comment to Larry. He drinks a beer faster than I've ever seen him drink a beer in my entire life. <laughs> it was amazing. Well, I was walking around, like like Jeremy said, like I wasn't there when Mike Becker came by. Like I was walking around, and yeah, like I probably wasn't gone more than 10 minutes, but yeah, that first beer was gone by the time I got back to my seat, or at least mostly gone. Um, I don't know, whatever. It was fun days, man. Hey, um, we're not giving you a hard time. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I was putting the fun in fun days. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's all about. Afterwards, though, like I did meet some people who I had met before, and uh, well, I apparently I didn't remember that I had met them before, so that was fun. Sorry, Vicky. Uh, that's the one that stands out in my mind. I'm like, oh yeah, I've met you before. Sorry about that. Uh, but uh, yeah. So, anyways, um, Jeremy and I were talking. Like Jeremy kind of mentioned it before. Um, that uh, our section right like it was pretty cool nicola was there we had uh, a lot of other friends uh but uh the dude sitting next to us uh was kung fu drew uh dude. that dude was awesome that dude was it awesome was, it was me and jeremy uh and kung fu drew we stood up like the entire time cheering um a lot of other people around us were kind of quiet um whatever man get out of here i like um the tagline for the making fun movie is come for the toys stay for the people or something like that um, hundred percent agree. Like I, like, yes, we just showed you a bunch of limited edition stuff that, uh, we got to go home with, but my favorite part was seeing Nicola hanging out with Jeremy, uh, meeting up with Mike and Josh from talking pops, uh, meeting Kung Fu Drew, like new friend, Kung Fu Drew, uh, Priscilla, Vicky, uh, Nick, like, uh, I met so many people that I, I've, I've been friends with online for the past couple of years. And then other people I've met a bunch of times, like, uh, uh, Jason, and crafty uh like that kind of stuff too man it was just really cool had a really good time if you were if you were over by us and you were sitting there and weren't being loud and screaming and you had your voice completely intact the next morning um 
man, get out of here. I like, say you're doing fun days I wrong, hope, man. I hope you had fun, but I guarantee you that I had more fun because um, I was standing up screaming and cheering every second I possibly could. Um, it was pretty, it was pretty rad, man. It was a good time. Uh, I was glad Jeremy got to go for his first fun days. It was my fourth now. Like somehow I've been fortunate enough to go the past four years um, and be part of this awesome community. I'm like at the point where people like recognize me now too. It's like, oh, hey, Larry's like, hey, like it's, 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 it's totally more fun just being there with your friends. Um, and that's why like I, pro I made promises that I wouldn't go to San Diego Comic-Con this year. Technically, I didn't, except for that hour and a half. Um, but like, I didn't go for Comic-Con. I went only for fun days, and I will do that again in a heartbeat. If I'm lucky enough to get tickets, I'm going for fun days just to hang out with my friends. No. So now, here's the question I have. How many pogs did you give away at fun days? Not as many as I wish I would have. But <laughs> good question. Good, good, good segue. Because after fun days... I, I equally had more fun again, meeting new people, uh, catching up with old friends. We got both of those done in one epic moment. Uh, I met up with uh, Yoko McCann, uh, right, on the Funko marketing team, former just solely Funko fanatic. Uh, met, up, met, met Yoko for the first time ever. Uh, I happen to know that Yoko enjoys pogs as well, as much as I do, um, possibly more. Um, so I walked up to her politely like, hey, Yoko, it's Larry, Nerd and Cheese, nice to meet you. And it's like, oh, hey. Like, so we got this podcast and we made pogs. She's like, oh, that's awesome. Like, so she looked at it. Sully was right next to her, also on the Funko marketing team. Uh, and she's like, hey, Sully, check out these pogs. And she's like, and he's like, oh, the STS guys. I know them. I'm like, yeah, yeah nice. <laughs> so shout out to Yoko and Sully. Um, after that, we were able to talk to, right? We talked to Yoko for a couple of minutes, which is awesome. Um, super nice. I've got, actually got a picture with her. She's holding up the pog. Yeah amazing uh, so uh, I, got, I still need to post that one up uh I'll, I'll get that done tonight or tomorrow um and then we talked to sully for a little while sully was awesome uh, uh if you guys don't remember we met him in hollywood uh i've been listening to his podcast the nerd foo forever uh jeremy and i both listened to the funko Funcast with yoko and uh sully uh every week so it was super cool and super awesome to meet them and get to talk to them again uh but yeah sully gave sully some pogs too man so uh, got, some, got got a couple of pogs headed back to some cool people in, in Everett. Well, that and I said, well, here's the thing. So we met with, with them, but so, but then after we we hung out with them, so we we snaked our way back into the room, um, and uh, met uh, someone else from the uh, the Making Fun movie, the Hebrew Hammer baby, Cletus Selden, YouTube star, right, friend of the channel, uh, Cletus. Uh, like we went up to him, and be like, hey man, it's Larry from the STS guys. Like, oh cool. Uh, like big fan of YouTube channel. He's like, oh yeah, you guys are on YouTube. And, I, and then I pulled out the green, the bright green card. He's, uh, and he's yeah. like, oh yeah, the STS guys. Like he had to see the logo before it clicked. But he's like, oh yeah, I know you guys. Like we should collab on something sometime. And I'm like, yes, sir, we should. So, so potential future uh, episode with with uh, with Cletus coming up. That, that would be awesome. would be amazing. Be please so tell neat. me. Please tell me he gave you some way to get in touch with him. Uh, well, he's on Instagram and all that yeah. stuff, so yeah, I, yeah. I don't I don't think it'll be too hard to to reach out to him. Um, super nice guy, like super cool, right? Like yeah. I've I've seen his segment in making fun and stuff. I saw him hanging out in the lobby at the Chinese theater, uh, but I didn't exactly know who he was at that time. But uh, yeah, super cool, super awesome, great great part of this YouTube community too. So uh, he was hanging out for a little while. Uh, it was and awesome. The fact that he recognized our 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 bright green shit. 
that's, that's really cool. Jeremy and I were talking, man. That logo is pretty epic. It's, yeah. It stands out. Like I'm looking at it over here on my phone on the chat. You can see where Jeremy's commenting as SDS guys. So oh yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stick with it. it sounds like uh, yeah, Nicola. I saw I saw you guys posted a picture. Uh, they hung out with uh, Cletus too on Saturday night. So uh, that's pretty awesome. Like he's a good dude. He's, uh, he's an honorary member of the Funko Fiends. Um, so I know we, they sent him out a patch and stuff. So. It's really cool. Um, he got all the exclusives and stuff. So I'm looking forward to seeing his videos too and in his take on uh, the whole Fun Days experience because that was his first Fun Days as well. Awesome. Epic weekend all yep. around. Well, that's then we, then we had to cap off the weekend. I said, went home, went to bed. Or not, went, went, went back to the hotel, went to bed for a few hours, did the unboxing video. But it wouldn't be a complete trip to San Diego without wrapping it up with a concert. <gasps> You're right. <laughs> what concert did we see, Jeremy? We went and saw the Aquabats at uh, the House of Blues. House it, of Blues. Is it, is it kind of sad that that's the one thing I'm like the most jealous about is the fact that you guys went to go see the Aquabats? <laughs> nope, because that goes back to my point about how everybody can have their own experience at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, dude, like that's my favorite Comic-Con tradition. Well... That and fun days, but it's up there. Like uh, every every time I've gone to San Diego, uh, they've been there every year but one, and I've seen them every time. And I have I've only seen the Aquabats play in San Diego. I've never seen them in Phoenix. I've never seen them in any other city. It's always at the House of Blues in San Diego. One of my favorite con traditions. You no, know, I can't even tell you the last time I've actually remember them being in Phoenix. They may have been here and I just missed they, it, but they haven't been here since 2013, which yeah. is the first it's, year yeah, I saw it's them. Been so a, it's been a while. I know they um, haven't been back. Yeah, because the last time I saw them, the only other time I saw them was in San Francisco. Yeah, so I, I like maybe once right after that, but they they haven't been back much. Um, they don't tour outside of like Southern California very much anymore. So uh, it was super rad. Yeah, it was for sure. Ha, ha, look, look, I see what you did there, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know where my Aquabats poster is that occasionally hangs in this spot, but uh, as you guys know, like if you've watched any of our previous live streams, like a lot of the time there is an Aquabats print like hanging up right in that spot. So uh, yeah, I'm a big Aquabats fan. It was it was it was a good time. So yeah, nice. then tired then tired us headed over to the uh, the Amazon treasure truck and picked up a, a Deadpool pop. That was a nice little surprise. Yeah, that was that was like because we, we saw it on the, on our Instagram feed that uh, that Funko was there. And I'm like, yeah. like, hey, we should try to go here after the uh, after the concert. And Larry's like saying, hey, that's right around the corner. So we walked around the corner and yeah, sure enough, the, the Amazon treasure truck was there and we got uh, the treasure truck exclusive stickered uh, uh, chicken Deadpool. So that the question is like, I'm actually surprised that you guys Got a chance. You'd think that with that amount of collectors in the area, that that pop would have been gone. So it's it's kind of the normal Amazon exclusives pop. The only special part was it had a different sticker. So I think everybody who kind of wanted one was able to make their way over there for, for the most part. Um, honestly, I might not have picked it up if I wasn't right there and it had a cool sticker. Um, <laughs> Uh, but, a, lot, you know. a lot of the times the sticker and where it came from and like the exclusivity yes. of that sticker is what people are after. It's not even the yeah. pop. It's like, where did you right. get this from? Yeah. Good even point, Nate. Even the fact that, yeah, like you could get that same exact pop on Amazon. The fact that it had that sticker saying it was only on the treasure truck no. makes that specific one well, way more 
oh, sought after. You're you're right though, because I I actually ordered the other the other chicken Deadpool, like the Amazon exclusive <laughs> chicken, chicken Deadpool. But you're like, like, still gotta get this one, man. But this one has a different sticker on it. I'm like, I had to it, get it. <laughs> It, it may be the exact same pop, but it has a different sticker. You have to get them both. I well, here, about the sticker. So if you if you saw our top ten video, you, you notice like I said, I pulled out some weird stuff that had some weird stickers on it. I kind of like the weird stickers that like said where it's not your typical everyday like summer you know convention exclusive or San Diego sticker. I like kind of the the weird random stickers that are out there. So uh, well, that's the first time I've seen that one, so I had to add it to the collection. Yeah, and that just adds to the rarity of it, you know. It, like you said, you could get the chicken Deadpool, but to get one that had that specific sticker was much more specific. Um, so, that, yeah, a lot of people will just go after it because it's that got that sticker on it. So Nate made a good point, um, which kind of goes back to my my uh, my Funko love fat gush from a couple of minutes ago that, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of the memories that are attached with it. It's special because Jeremy and I walk to this treasure truck after the Aquabat show. Like, I'm always going to remember that. So it's a souvenir of that day. All, uh, all of the pops we got at Fun Days, like, yeah, they're going for, you know, a, a, a fair amount of money on eBay right now. But like, those are my memories, man. Those are my souvenirs from an awesome day, awesome weekend. Like, that's why I can't bring myself to sell this stuff. Like, I don't quite get how people go and they're like, yep, let's just flip this right away. Like to me, it's all part of that weekend and all part of that experience and having those pops on my wall. Um, you know, it's not something I just went to the hot topic to buy. It's something special that like Funko and Brian and Yoko and Sully and Cam, like all like kind of gave to me as part of that experience, man, those are mine forever. Like you want to go and just flip your stuff or sit there and act like you're bored. You, know, you and I have different relationships with Funko then, man, because my relationship's a whole lot more fun and it puts a smile on my face having this cool stuff. Larry, uh, totally, man. Well said. Uh, you know, yeah, if you're a big collector of anything, like even with my stuff, like what I bought, um, you know, I've had people contact me asking me for it, but I, I don't want to give it up, even though, you know, I can uh -huh. sell it and make money. It's special to me because of what it is. And I work my ass off to try to get it. So yeah. I'm not going to be giving it up anytime soon. It's like anything you collect, if it's that important to you, it doesn't matter how much you can get for it. You just want to keep it for yourself. So real quick, Nate, like putting tears into things, it's hard to give up. Right. Exactly. It, like it's the memories that are attached to it. Like it's stuff, but like it's emotional at the same time. And like, that's why I think ultimately like that's why people collect stuff, right? It's, it's the memories attached to them, even whether it's like um, a little like lucky charms guy pop that you want to have because you ate lucky charms as, as a kid, like, or it's like something you got in an event. It's all the same. It's that emotional attachment and the feelings that are, that are involved with that, that, you know, it makes it cool and makes you want to have like a wall of 500 pops apparently. Cause that's what everybody's doing nowadays. Yep. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Thank you, Nicola. I have, so Nicola just reminded me that there was a chick at the, her table that was sleeping. She didn't want to be there. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And I have a picture of that girl sleeping on yeah. my phone right now yeah, me too. because we all noticed it too. And we're like, what is going on right now? How are you putting your head down sleeping in this loud ass room? It was bumping. Uh, a, a fanatic screaming. You fall asleep. Like, Somebody needs I to get that girl the hell out of there. Yeah. We, I know I wasn't the only one who was up all night, but like we were all up all night and we weren't so, falling asleep. Get out of here. For A, you paid money to be there. Like enjoy yes, what you, you pay yeah. for. B, uh, I'm just going to say, Larry, I love the fact that you're getting all um, philosophical on us here. That was like, that was some deep philosophy, son. <laughs> <laughs>
No, I, I feel true. I've had a few. Uh, I feel like I've had a few uh, Funko love rants uh, on this podcast, <laughs> and there you go. Larry, Larry's that was that was more than just Funko life. That was like a philosophy on like why collectors love things like that. That was like legitimately like life lessons learned from Larry. We, we might have to do Larry's life lessons corner or something. Yeah, five, five five week, I'm going to teach you about how your life sucks <laughs> or how you can do better. And and why you should appreciate the things in your life, God damn it! Yep, exactly, absolutely. Well, I also uh, want to give a special shout out to Nate again. I said not yes. only for the badges, but I said Nate. Like I said actually drove there. I mean, Larry flew. He safely transported all of our stuff home. Nate, we yes. could have done it without you. We appreciate yep. it. SDCC MVP, Nate. Yeah, Nate. Uh, thanks, guys. Too kind. I, I, I would have uh, done it again in a heartbeat. Uh, I got to look out for my friends, you know, uh, and if I can get them into a con or if I can help them take them stuff, their stuff back. I'm actually lucky. They had originally asked me, like, hey, can we ride with you back from the con? I'm like, sure, no problem. Uh, and then they had changed their plans because they're going to Aquabat, and I was leaving earlier the day. It was actually the best thing ever because I used every square inch of the back seat and my trunk to get all the stuff home. I had sent Jeremy and Larry a video. I was like, dude, I barely fit this stuff, but I got it all. I, uh, we should have known better. I don't know how we would have fit. Like you've got a little Honda, just like me. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of trunk space, man. And I know we were gonna all bring home stuff. It's Comic-Con. Um, so yeah, we made the right choice, but I, I, I think, I think it worked out good for you, but I think it worked good for me and Jeremy too, because I, I kind of liked the experience of just flying in and then flying back out. It was and so Jeremy, awesome. Jeremy, what was your carry-on item on the on the way home? The Amazon treasure truck bag. <laughs> it was weird, but awesome. Yeah, like, that was like the first year I went there. I mean, I would rather fly, but I tried to fly the first year. I didn't make it on the flight, so I had to drive. It ended up being a blessing in disguise because I had so much crap to bring back. There's no way I would have been able to take that on the plane. No, I think I think we were planning on me bringing home stuff for you. I I, I kind right. of remember oh, that conversation. Right. At least like, hey, depending on what you buy, like, dude, just know, like, I, I'll help you out. So right. same thing. You need friends, man. Like the the Comic Con game is tough. You you got to have friends. And speaking of friends, Nate, didn't you meet up with some uh, action figure toy photography? <laughs> I'm the one that's been like drinking. Like, Larry, what's wrong? I think yeah. it's. It's getting late and uh, sun's getting real low and I'm getting <laughs> sun's getting real low. I like that reference. Sun's getting real low there, big guy. Yeah, man. Um, so I, <laughs> uh, I got to meet a lot of really cool guys. So if you guys don't know, uh, I do action figure photography. Uh, I'm a big fan of figures in general. Um, and the uh, my friend work more or less. That's his name on Instagram. His name's Jason. Um, he had. DM me uh, probably two days before I went to San Diego said, hey, we're meeting, we're doing this meetup with all the different uh, action figure photographers. You should join us. We'd love to see you. It ended up being one of the coolest moments. I got to see all kinds of people, like at least 20, 25 guys that I've followed on Instagram for years. I always really appreciate their work. Uh, they're big names in the industry. Some of these guys are sponsored by Hasbro or Tamashi Nations. Um, and I ended up making a lot of friends. And like Larry said, you know, with the friends that he's made from Funko, that's one of those things that's always going to bring me back to San Diego now because I know that these guys are going to be there. And it's not even for all the crap that I can get or even going to San Diego. Making those relationships, bonding with the people that are into the same stuff as you are, that was just, that was priceless for me. I had such a fun time. Um, so yeah, shout out to all those guys. I'm not going to say all their names, you know, uh, but if you follow me on Instagram, 
You can see the picture that I posted of us in the restaurant. They're all tagged there. Please go check them out. A really bunch of great guys. I'm glad they welcomed me into their group. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, because we both we've talked a lot. Like you even mentioned it a couple minutes ago. Like Mezco doesn't have a meetup like Funko does for fun days. They don't have those kind of events. So it's cool that somebody took the time to do that. And I know, like a couple weeks ago, you had told me too. Like ah, I don't know, man. This might be my last Comic Con. But then yeah. when I saw that picture of all you guys at the table, I'm like, yeah, Nate's coming back next year because they're gonna yeah, do that's this exactly again. Right? Yeah. Perfectly it's, said, man. It's not the stuff; it's the people. And I exactly. think we'll, I think we'll all be back next year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah no, we're gonna fingers crossed, man. I think I think all like again, fingers crossed. Yeah, all of us are gonna try to be in San Diego next year. Yeah, that definitely. would be awesome. Yeah. All right, guys, are you ready to call it a night? Well, hold on. Oh, oh, I forgot. Larry didn't chill. Uh, hold on, Scott. No, I got a special surprise. Oh, oh. If we got if we got time, let's do it. I how about we do a live unboxing of the ah! July that wrestling club? Because we're not going to have time to post it up. And because I was in San Diego, like <laughs> I already got this late, and everybody else already has unboxed it. So this has some really cool stuff in it. Um, and if everything works out, the guys from that wrestling club are going to be on the podcast next week, or at least really soon. Um, so to get you guys do hyped it. about uh, hearing all about this box, why don't we go ahead and open this up and see what stuff I got in the July that wrestling club? Well, let's box. do it. Oh, do it. Yeah. Okay, now I feel kind of sad because we have uh, casual unboxing on here saying, "Hey, let's see it, guys." Yeah, this, <laughs> this one's for you, casual. It's an unboxing on the podcast. My apologies to anyone who's listening on the audio version. Um, because I'm holding up a box right now. Just describe it as you get it through it. Like, go check the replay if you really want to see what I got. This is the fourth, third or fourth, third. Uh, that wrestling club box that I've got. It's number three. Yeah, the the other ones are really cool too. So go check out those videos. Um, last month they had an autograph pop by WWE legend Razor Ramon Scott Hall. Uh, so that was really cool, and they kind of spoiled this one too. Uh, that way, we knew we were getting an Alexa Bliss sign pop, uh, plus some other stuff. So, right here on top is that Alexa Bliss pop signed beautifully in uh, blue paint pen. Uh, it looks awesome. I did not have this pop before, uh, so it's super cool. I've got quite a few. Without trying, somehow I've got a pretty awesome collection of WWE pops. Uh, I've got a handful of them behind me too. Uh, but I think the last time I checked, this was the Raw Women's Champion, uh, Alexa Bliss, Miss Money in the Bank. Uh, it's a really cool pop. Super stoked to have this in my collection. Shipped in a I'm always protector. happy to get an autograph, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That wrestling club doesn't mess around, Jeremy. This thing is in a pop protector. That's why there's that extra glare right now. So yeah. if, you're, if you're worried about your pops getting damaged, you're not going to have that problem with that wrestling club. They're going to take care of you. I, I, that, I have to say I'm actually impressed because I think that's the first time i've ever seen a pop protector on a pop from one of those boxes yeah the one last month was too it's it's really cool right like you don't want you get an autograph you want to get it all smashed up but you know what else that wrestling club always comes through with a really cool pin uh this one is a shirt with the letter b on it and i have no idea what that's from uh, <laughs> Some, so, someone who likes wrestling i don't please, <laughs> like message us or shoot us an email tell me what let that letter b well you know what scott oh <laughs> That wrestling club also includes a list of everything in the box. And this is a, I still don't know what it is. It says B team shirt lapel pin. I don't know who the B team is. If you guys know in the chat, let me know. If not, we'll search it up. 
Uh, so I got a B team pin. That's pretty cool. I also have a DVD. It is a ROH, the Ring of Honor Wrestling DVD. So it looks like it is from their uh, from their event in Pittsburgh from 2014. Uh, that's cool. It's got like a, it looks like a whole like show that they did for Ring of Honor Wrestling. I don't know too much about them, but uh, definitely gonna check that out. Um, yes, yes, Emily, I just made the list and that wrestling club always gives you a t-shirt too. Um, so this month's t-shirt, I need the list cause I'm probably not going to know who it is. Hey, let's go ahead. I'll try to see if you can pick this up. Drum roll, Scott. <laughs> the whole room, is, right. your whole room is shaking, Scott. <laughs> There's an earthquake in Phoenix, guys. Yay! So there it is. Shattered dreams. I believe that's gold dust. Uh, cool that's a really cool shirt. It's black, so yay. In case you didn't notice, we know that's Larry's favorite. I like black shirts, so I'm happy that it's black. It's awesome. So y- you guys like that wrestling club is teased that the next month's autograph. It's not going to be a pop. It's going to be a picture, uh, but it's from a current A-list WWE superstar. So I really have no clue who it can be, but I have a feeling it's going to be one of those boxes that you want to get. Like if you're a wrestling fan, you don't want to miss out. So you guys uh, go to thatwrestlingclub.com right now and get signed up because I saw them post yesterday that they're running low on supply. Uh, but again, they keep teasing it that it's going to be a big deal. So uh, highly recommend that wrestling club. And like I said, uh, we've reached out to them and they're going to be on the podcast really soon, uh, most likely next week for episode 46. Awesome. So th- does that mean that we're all going to have to pick up the boxes before they jump on? So when they ask me back, yes, we all subscribe. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I've kept all the old boxes, but I know I have one more. We'll make that happen to make it look good. I like awesome. that idea, Scott. I like that. So, idea. I'll at least keep this one right here so you can be like, check out that <laughs> we wrestling can't, We can't say it now because they might listen. <laughs> <laughs> if they listen to 80 minutes of us talking, I'll be impressed. Um but they know because I, I each week or each month when I when we post the video, I post something on our Instagram and Twitter. So and we're Instagram friends. So I know they've seen that we're subscribed. I know they've watched our videos. So uh, we, we made an agreement that they, we'd come on. We'll talk sub boxes. If you ever wanted to know, like the thought that goes into, you know, what items are going to go in the sub box each month, how they make these contacts where yeah, you get to be same. friends with current A-list stars yeah. of the WWE, oh. like Alexa Bliss. like. I think it's going to be a really interesting conversation. Oh, no. I got, I got tons of questions for for the sub box people, so yeah. that it'll be cool. Yeah, like Scott, like I know you and I, we've been we've been in this sub box game for years. Like, yeah. I, I'm really just curious. It's even if you're not a fan of wrestling, uh, if you're a fan of the SDS guys and watch any of our content or have ever done a sub box, you're gonna want to not miss out on that interview. I I, I guarantee you, it's yeah. gonna be a, a great show. Yeah, no, we'll have we'll have tons of questions for them when they come on because that's amazing. Yeah, and if you guys have questions, uh, like you're welcome to join in the chat. But if you're listening on an audio version, like right, if you're if you're the guy who likes to listen to the SDS guys on on your Monday morning drive into work, uh, if you want to email us uh, or just email me, Larry at SDS guys, with any questions for that wrestling club, uh, we'll we'll go ahead and ask ask those up next week uh, live on the podcast. Well, that and while you're emailing Larry with questions. Why don't you send us your address to, if you want them, we'll send you out some STS guys pogs. Pogs for everybody. When I come into work on Monday, I better have a stack of those fucking things. 
You said <laughs> I will. I will bring some. I will. I will bring some for you tomorrow, Scott. Yeah, and Scott, I've got the brand new bright green SDS guys cards for you too. That Yay! came in. I need some more. Right on Thursday, right at, right the yeah. last day possible. They just made it so I could bring them to San Diego. So yeah, I got brand new, super awesome cards. So we'll send you out the pogs. We'll send you out some cards, and I've still got a few STS guys stickers. So uh, if you haven't got those before, all the super mega fans, you're getting your opportunity to get a nice little STS guys prize pack. If you've stuck with us this long, you'll get some free stuff. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't we have a giveaway going on still? We do have a giveaway. Wait, what? <laughs> huh? Giveaways. Five days left, guys, at least as of Sunday. You can still enter the Super Mega Game Your Way giveaway. Wait, did you just say Super Mega Game Your Way giveaway? I think he said Super Mega Game Your Way giveaway. He did say Super Mega Game Your Way giveaway. I did say Super Mega Game Your Way giveaway. And you can win yourself a $60 GameStop gift card. To, to buy like any video game of your choice. You're not really into gaming. You can pick up some Pops. You can pick up some Mez... No, not Mezco. Uh, you can pick up some Marvel <laughs> Legends. I was trying to think of what else they sell at GameStop. I was going to say, you does can... GameStop sell Mezcos? No. <laughs> I mean, you could probably you could probably trade it for cash or something, right? It's a gift card. People sell those on Craigslist and stuff. So, But whatever. Don't do that. Go to GameStop. You can pick up some cool stuff. Preferably a video game for whatever system you like. You want the new Super Smash Bros? Go get yourself the Super Smash Bros. You want that awesome Spider-Man game? Go get your that awesome Spider-Man game for the PS4. Um, in addition to that, there's a really cool uh, gaming headset that Jeremy's throwing in, brand new. Uh, I think it's what, like a hundred dollar value? Yeah, it's a hundred fifty dollar Razer Kraken seven point one headset. So the RGB mm-hmm. headset. It's it's, it's the cool. very good mock seven point one surround sound headset. Yeah, that thing better than the headset I have. Um, and if that's not an all, that's not an all. Oh my god! Hey, this is the part of the podcast where Larry can't talk anymore. Again, if that wasn't enough, man, you don't you get a gift card. You get the awesome headset. We're throwing in a Cuphead Funko Pop from my personal collection. Uh, so three super mega awesome things. You still have time to enter if you haven't entered. If you have entered, you've got like four or five days left to get your daily entries in. Those ones are super easy. You just got to watch um, two of our YouTube videos. And just a reminder that the winners of, the, at least the winner of our last contest, Judge Jack, uh, that dude won that super awesome uh, Dr. Doom pop by doing a daily entry. So the daily entries really help kids. You can win some really cool stuff from the SDS guys. Yeah, I was going to say, I think our last two won from daily entries. Yeah. yeah. See? Yeah, Scott knows what's up. Get yeah, those daily a, entries in. It's a thing to get the, get those daily entries in. Like I said, that's that's where you, you can really rack up those entries. And that's what's been winning. So make sure you do, do that. It. So we will do the live drawing on our podcast next week. So you'll want to make sure to tune in next week for sure to see if you've won that giveaway. Oh, that's right. That's going to be awesome too, guys. Yes, yeah, so a giveaway just, winner announcement. And I, I'm just going to give the forewarning now because people were the last time we did the live drawing or whatever. We're not going to do it right at the beginning, by the way. We're going to make your asses wait. (laughs) We want you to hear all about that wrestling club. Hopefully. Yeah. 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 So just just know we're not going to highlight it. But yeah, you're going to have to actually watch to see if you won. But trust me, if everything goes as planned, you're not going to want to miss episode 46. The hype is real. It's going to be one of the best episodes of the SCS guys ever. Right up there with episode 16. Yep. Just saying, if you haven't listened to episode 16, go listen to episode 16. Wait, so was was 16 the one where you and I just spitballed Star Wars ideas? Yes. ASMR. <laughs> it's 
ASMR Star Wars episode. <laughs> the best episode ever. When we the one where we're sitting in the library. Yes. Uh, <laughs> shut up. Super secret recording location. We're trying to sound official. <laughs> I think we could say it at this point, since everyone's actually seen our houses at this point. For a while, we found out that you could just rent out a like a pretty decently quiet room at the library. By rent, you uh, mean ask the library. Ask the library and they gave us a room. <laughs> All right. For the love of God, I think we're done. Jeremy has done. to get up at an hour and a half. Jeremy has to get up at four a.m. to go to work. This might be the longest episode of the STS guys ever. It is. It actually is. At this point, we have hit our longest point. Yeah, we so all have to go to work tomorrow. Thank yeah. you, Casual Unboxing. Thank you, Heather. Thank you, Only Emily. Thank you, Matthews Nerdy Nation. Uh, thank you, Comics Miss Explained. Thank you, everybody in the chat. Thank Those you, Fries and Freddy Faction. Thank you, Ready right Treasures. Thank you, Tyler Calvert. Always stick it around, Tyler. Uh, thank you, SCS Thank you, Nicola, for hanging out for basically the whole thing. Yeah, it's it's You awesome. guys are awesome. Comics Miss Explained, thank you. Thank you, everyone who's joined the chat. So, for episode 45 of the STS Guys, I've been tired. I've been Jeremy. Hey, hey. It's Larry. Hey guys, it's been Nate. And I'm Scott. And we're the STS guys. Have a great night, everyone. Uh, We'll catch you next weekend.